Hello, welcome to the B&B Show. I'm Andy Blaylock. I'm Kevin B. Saw. My ear, their ears. In case you know, B&B is Blaylock and B. Saw for the uninitiated. Some people actually didn't know why we're Which called the B&B cool. Show. No Bed judgment. breakfast. Yeah. Oh, I welcome breakfast. to the bed and breakfast. Oh. Breakfast is an acceptable meal at any time of the day. But it's different today. Yeah. We're not the B&B Show. What are we? We're ABBA. ABBA father. No, ABBA, ask B&B anything. There's something called an AMA. You know what an AMA I, uh, no. is? You don't understand? I thought those were Pokemon. Lingo. Oh, my goodness. No. <laughs> we have Luigi because it's Mario Day at the time of this recording, but Luigi is way better in honor of one of our teens who she loves Wait a second. Luigi it's more Mario than. Day, so we have Luigi. This is one of our teens demanded it, so we have to honor her. So oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. We love Which Luigi. Which teen did this? I can't say. Okay. And I mean, we have to sign an NDA and everything if we did oh, that. Oh, yes. that's Let's right. just say okay. they have lots of NDAs in their house. Oh, okay. Yeah, you okay. know who it is. They're going to lawyer so, up. We also have a live audience with us today, which we will not reveal. Don't worry who it is. They're already looking at us like, please don't. <laughs> Let's turn the camera around. <laughs> no. uh, we have something called an AMA. And Correct. If, since you don't know Reddit speak, Mr. No. Kevin, it means ask me anything. Oh, boy. Which is always a terrible idea. Oh, yeah. Whenever a corp- Was this your idea? No. Maybe. <laughs> and whenever a corporation comes out and goes, hi, I made the newest iPhone, uh, a new, the newest iOS, ask me anything. Why is it so terrible? You know, oh, yeah. AMAs always go horribly wrong. So that's why we're doing it today. Oh, yes. Um, hi. O- over the course of, how long have we been doing this? Two years? Has it been? Yeah, we started it's this March. in like March or, or, or April. Yeah. Has it indeed been two years? Okay, we're having an existential crisis up here, so just bear with How us. How has this not been canceled yet? <laughs> I know. I don't know. Um, Kirby's still here. We're still here. Uh, okay, so after two years, wow, that's nuts. Those I feel ones? like we should have like merch or something, like we've been talking well, about like, yeah, for two that. years. Um, after this length of time, I've gotten questions yeah. about us uh-huh. specifically, because we would love nothing more than just talk about ourselves. Of course. I know. Obviously. Not really, no. We actually try to avoid that. But a lot of the teens have been asking, like, we have some questions we want to ask you, and an AMA, if you will. Ask me anything. So we're going to do that today. Some people are like, okay, you've already introduced it, so get to the questions. Yeah, well, so they're, no, they're like, wait, this is what they're doing? Click. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of here. We do promise that there is a spiritual bent to some of these questions. We hope they're edifying in some ways. (laughs) Really? Yes. And and, and honestly, a fun episode as well. Yeah. I think people need some fun in the days we're living in right now. So yes, yes, definitely, because we're always so serious <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Look around the stage; we are such serious people. I know. <laughs> yeah. So here comes. These are kind of existential questions. They actually make me a little uncomfortable. But here we go. We're going to do it anyway. Ready, set, go. All right. The first question is: We're going to keep them all anonymous. They're like okra and creepy huntress and squirt cheesy tart. pizzas and squirt hurt and all their names. I just I can't do it anymore. So one of our young people asks: uh, If you guys were not in the ministry, if you weren't pastors, what line of work would you be in? I'm going to let you field this one, Kevin, first. Okay, that's a great question. Under um, a bridge, a professional yeah. troll. Well, first let me, let me say, I, I, it, it's, if I think about my life without Christ, first of all, yes, uh, I'm, I don't even want to Is that what he's implying? No, it's not, but I, I'm so glad the Lord led me uh, this direction. Well, the answer is okay. prison, <laughs> both yeah. of us. Um, the Lord has yeah. really worked in my life, and so I'm so thankful that the Lord's called me into the ministry, yes, and amen. I wouldn't want to do anything else. But before, I, I knew since I was 16, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be in the ministry, 
Uh, as a 16-year-old, I wanted to preach. I wanted to be a, a youth ministry. I, I wanted to be a pastor. Mm. You say, how do you know that? Because nobody in their right mind would want to <laughs> unless it was the Lord's calling. No, I'm yes. just, uh, but no, crazy. The, the Lord led me into this desire when I was 16. For the Lord that worketh in you both the will and do of his good pleasure. But having said that, there are other things, and I, I even got sidetracked. Yeah. And there's people that had a lot of expectations and desires for me. But to answer the question... yeah. There, there's not one answer. There's a few answers, okay? Um, Same here. I, yeah, I would have probably... There, there's a couple, okay? Let me just start. I don't, not in any order of... Shotgun. This yeah, okay. Kind of, yeah. Uh, music teacher. Okay. Okay, so I would teach band. I did actually teach band. Make while, kids cry. Yeah, yeah. You should not play that instrument anymore. So being a, a band teacher, you know, instrumental yeah. music was definitely on the list. Um, going into some form of public service, whether it be a police officer, could you imagine? <laughs> I'm too nice to be a police officer. Oh, you didn't right, mean to speed? Okay, have a nice These day. These are you not know? the droids you're looking for. I'll move along. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so uh, police officer, firefighter, something of that aspect. I thought about going and serving our country in the military. Mm. Um, those are our yeah. things. Um, but then probably, other than the music teacher, the other top one would have been um, going into the family business of working in the medical field. Mm. Um, my dad was a, an emergency room legend, not because he saved a lot of lives, which he did, but because he got solitaire on all the computers for the other workers. Um, well, that, that's, that's understandable. But he, you know, he, was a, <laughs> he was an EMT. He worked on the ambulance. Yeah. Um, my mother worked in the operating room. Yes. Um, my other brother, uh, or my brother Paul, was a, a really great paramedic. Mm -hmm. And then my, even Rick, my other brother, worked, and he, he was a volunteer at the hospital. So we are all connected in some way to the medical field. And I like to think if the Lord didn't call me this way, perhaps I would have been working on an ambulance like my dad and my brother did. Yeah. Um, but I, you know what? I'm so thankful that the Lord brought me this direction. Yeah, amen. You know, Paul says, I thank the Lord he counted me faithful putting me in the ministry. Mm -hmm. And the only it's not because we're faithful, because he is. Let me guess for you. You want to try to guess? Game stop manager. Absolutely not in <laughs> any way whatsoever. People make that assumption about me because of this around me. I would not, you could not pay me enough. Hold on a second. Let me just work. give, I've gone into a GameStop with this man and he knows more than the employees do. It's <laughs> incredible. They ask him questions. <laughs> There's a, the slogan would have been ask Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because uh, like you said, being in this, in this calling is the greatest thing ever. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, Brother Kevin, you know this. Mm -hmm. I think maybe some of you do too, maybe not, but I was literally like Jonah. Yeah. I did not want to. Right, I remember that. I was the most unwilling minister and am that you'll ever see, like Amos being like, I am not a prophet. Now, yes, my father was, is, mm -hmm. but I just, I didn't feel like... I had what it takes. I was qualified. You and your first major was uh, major was education, right? It was, yeah, yeah. at Crown, yeah. Um, I kept telling the Lord, like when you go to Wilds or Youth Conference, I said, Lord, I'll do anything you want. Except. But that. <laughs> God loves it, by the way, when you give him stipulations. He <laughs> loves to change your plans. Like, God, I'll do anything except this. That's what Jonah did. Yes. Like, I'll serve you. I'll go to Nineveh. Eh, I'm going to get a uber over to yep. Tarshish. So I'm going to really calling the whale. Yeah. <laughs> Your ubers here. <laughs> yeah. So that's what happens when you try to resist the will of God, just so you know, same with Saul. You know, yeah. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. He was, you know, knocking on his heart. So it was, and it wasn't because the ministry was in a bad light. Dad 
was the greatest father and pastor, all mm-hmm. those things. It's just I knew firsthand the sacrifice it took. Yeah. And I was not interested. <laughs> yeah. And and now I'm so glad, just like I would encourage all our young people, whatever thing in your life, I, I can't do this one thing. God can turn it not only something that you can do, but it's the best thing for you because it's his will for you. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Anyway, um, but if the Lord didn't lead me that way, there was multiple avenues, kind of like you. I did think about the medical field. I always uh-huh. wanted to help people. Yeah. I, I didn't want a desk job. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually worked for high finance for a few years. Yeah. Uh, the cubicle life, all that stuff, and and I knew that is not for me. I can't. I will go crazy. I'd be like a certain person who always makes productivity go way down. That'd be me around the office. Um, you, still am. Are you insinuating something? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> I'm still that person. Uh, but I always know I wanted to be with people and work for people and help mm-hmm. people. So medical field, um, I really thought politics when I was naive and thought mm-hmm. that. You could make a difference in politics, but... Vote for Andy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, probably primarily, and what you already said, is I wanted to teach. Mm-hmm. I, I had a love for teaching. I love young people. Right. Um, and I wanted to teach high school because I hate myself. So <laughs> 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 Just ask Kevin what he was like in public school oh, in, yes. uh, in his senior year. Uh-huh. But that was always a desire in my heart. Also, um, hospitality. Uh-huh. You know, because dad was in hospitality. For right, a while. right, working and, at the hotels. Yeah, yeah. So I, I anyway, so as you can tell with both of us, there was like we were in a million different directions. Yep. And I and I and I say that to encourage you all that we had all these dreams and desires and goals and, and wishes, but God helps funnel all of those things right. to his will. And it may, it may not be ministry, but it'll definitely be what is best for you. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And yeah. You know, all these things and all of these careers that we were looking at were all they're all good. You yeah, know. there's nothing wrong with any of those. But things. the Lord put his finger specifically on what he wanted us to do. So we're grateful for He that hath begun a good yeah. work and you shall perform it. And, and some of you are out there are worried. You know, what does God want me to do? There's so many things I could do, so many possibilities. The Lord has a way of shutting doors and opening doors. And so yes. just wait on him. Yeah, wait on absolutely. Him. And you know, it things that make sense to us or mm-hmm. to even our parents or people around us. Brother Kevin is modest, but he has a tremendous he has a tremendous gift for musical ability. He does. I have a lot of hot air. Um, yes. <laughs> but he really does. You're very accomplished and talented. And the, his peers and the people at his school and the people around him recognize that talent. And Kevin could have gone very far, but the Lord had better plans. Yeah. You know, where, where we think we're going in one direction. Because of the gifts God gives us. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm going to use it for this. Mm-hmm. You're going to play trumpet and clean toilets. You know, I, I remember <laughs> church. there are well-meaning church members like you. You need to go and you need to teach. You need to be a band teacher. You need to further this gift. Yep. And I, I did. And there was a, even a while where I don't want it, but the Lord has a way of honing the skills. Yeah, and using it for the way He wants them to be used. Yeah. So, so we want to encourage you in that. So, um, but really, the answer is we would have been under a bridge throwing riddles at people as passerby. That would have been our real profession. (laughs) Trolls under the bridge. So that's the answer to that question. Next one, this one's interesting. Um, What is something God has taught you from a trial in your life? Ooh. This, this, we could go all day on this one. Yes. Trials are the great teachers of life. You don't learn as much from the ease and everything going well as you do from going through difficult times. Yes. Um, I'll have to say... Oh, this is a tough one. Far and away, the, the biggest trial, the difficulty in my life is when my oldest brother passed away suddenly. Yeah. You, you know, he was killed. Yeah. Um, and I, I learned through that that the Lord will bring you through. 
Yeah. Uh, my mom, who's probably watching, um, she, she said, I, I can't, I, there's no way I can get through this. You, you know, I, I can't imagine losing a son. Well, lo and behold, her oldest, her first child dies. Yeah. I watched her, how God brought her through yeah. and is still sustaining her to this day. And, and me too. Um, you know, that's, that's your flesh and blood. And if I could give you a principle that I've learned is that God is with you, like the songs all say, He's yep. faithful to the end. Yeah, um, He is there, and He, you know, you come out on the other side of these things changed, but these trials have brought me closer uh, to the Lord, and so I, I've learned. You know, it, say, it says in the book of Romans chapter 5, it, mm-hmm. it talks about tribulation bringeth patience and patience hope. Uh, experience. Look at the verses yourself because I'm misquoting them horribly. But, <laughs> yes. Um, but it talks about tribulation bringing forth patience, and the Lord has worked that out. And, and I, I learned again, you know, you read it in God's Word that you can trust God, absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, but... You know, you you know it up here, but God has, still has sometimes to work it out. Yes, and you have to um, you have to, to actually learn to trust the Lord. And I, I've learned that God will bring you through. Yeah, He'll bring you through, and He's been faithful. So um, it's one thing to read it, but it's another thing to live it. So that's that's kind of the thing. I, I, that was it's a tough question. I could go a lot of different directions. Dude. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. Um. There, there's there there's a lot. Yeah. I, another thing, I know I'm taking a lot of time. We've got to no, hustle no, no. up. He's not going to quench the smoking flax, no, or that's break true. the bruisery. You say you're down and out. You're ready to quit. He's not going to come. God's not going to come along and just stamp you out. Yeah, um, he'll sustain you, which is just amazing to me. Because there's been times where I wanted to give up in in my trial, and God said, "Nope, let me. You're hanging on by a thread. Make sure that thread's the hem of my garment." You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, eh, what do you got for that? This is. This I, is I, a, I, this I, question's loaded. It is loading. <laughs> yeah. It's. This is a hard one because, I, and I don't want to get emotional. To be completely honest with you, because yeah. I can get very emotional very quick with this stuff. Um, I will just say that, from all the trials in life, that mom's passing, um, and Haley's diagnosis, and just how severe. And hard everything has been yeah. in the last few years. Uh, I would I would say more than anything else, I've learned that um, God gives you strength mm-hmm. when you don't have it, and find and, and oftentimes you cannot understand God's strength until you have your moments of weakness. Yeah, you don't really know. Like you said, faith has grown out of adversity, not out of ease. Right. So when someone says increase my faith, that can only happen, <laughs> you know, through adversity. But I would say, and I think my wife would agree with me, something that we talk about all the time with everything that's gone on, is that God is more interested in every day than the long term. Sometimes you feel like, how am I going to get just through tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Um, I remember Dad crying over my mom's casket, and he looked at the people at the graveside out in Tequesta, and he just looked and said, I'm just going to try to get through today. Mm -hmm. And then he woke up the next morning and said, I'm just going to try to get through today. And, you know, the Bible says that we are overcomers. We're not just struggling, but sometimes when you feel like you're living in the valley, you're not going yeah. through it, but you're living in it, that God gives you just enough strength for that day. He right. says sufficient unto the day yeah. is the evil thereof. And more than ever, that that doctrine that Christ himself taught, that he said that you are more value than many sparrows. Consider mm-hmm. the lilies, how they, they do not toil, they spin not. Right. Will he not provide for you? Will he not clothe for you? God gives us the strength that we need for every single day. When we feel like our strength is gone, yeah, 
and we, we, we always look ahead. Human mm-hmm. beings, we always look at. That's what we talked about our careers, right? Yeah. We talked, well, maybe I'll be in music, yeah. maybe medical. We always look ahead. Uh-huh. But God is more intimately concerned with, what are you doing today? Mm-hmm. Have you prayed to me? Have you read my word? Today. Who have you reached, to, reached out to today? Right. Because he says, sufficient unto the day. And then another verse, he says, boast not thyself of tomorrow. Tomorrow, right. I mean, right now we're going through this crazy world crisis. Two weeks ago, we wouldn't even be talking about it. Yeah. You, know, you don't know what a day can bring forth. Exactly. Um, but one thing is true, that God is always so faithful. And I'd say of all these trials, I've learned that God really just wants you to live day by day. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be prudent about the future, but you can't be paralyzed by the future. You can't, you Ooh, can't just good. be gripped with fear, because uh-huh. we don't know. You know, this might be our last show. We don't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, boy. oh boy, we don't know what the future holds, but that's okay because he does. Uh-huh. And you had no idea what was going to happen with your brother. Right, it was right, shocking. Right. It was sudden with your dad. Everything, but we've learned that through it all. You said God is faithful. God is with us every single day. So, I've learned that to live I, day by day. That that it's not just a song. You yeah. Know? Oh man, that's good. Good stuff. So this one's a little to lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah. I don't know where you're going to go with this. I don't know where I'm going to go with this, but here's the question. What is your weirdest memory from college? See, I was thinking about this question. I don't know if I have a weird memory. Or um, crazy. I have a lot bizarre. of... Bizarre. You know, there's the standard... Are we allowed to... to you know, we have a standard where we moved all the furniture in our dorm's living room and made a four-square court. You know, <laughs> of course you did. There's that, you know, mattress surfing downstairs, yes. uh, things like that. Um yeah, yeah. We, that's a tough one. Okay, I'll have to say they made me a traveling group leader. I yeah. Talk, so we got to hurry this up. But uh, I, um, I took me and three other college guys out west with our singing group. Oh, and yeah. what a great opportunity it was, honestly. I, you know, just the experience was, uh, was amazing. I'm very thankful for all that the Lord taught me. But the second year that I did it, mm-hmm. I uh, I had a group with me, I'll tell you, okay? This is good. This is funny. Live audience. The guy I'm good. talking about that I'm going to tell the story on is actually a pastor now. So this this goes You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Say his name, the church he works at. <laughs> yeah. um, he's a good guy. He, you know, he helped me a lot through that summer. Just he's an encourager. I'm not yeah. going to call his name, but uh, we are on California. Mm-hmm. California. California. And a nice church member out there took us out to this, like, reservoir thing, and he said, hey, ride our Wave Runners. Fantastic. So, okay. Wave Runners, we're driving around on those. You know, me growing up here in Florida, I had kind of a cursory understanding of water rules when you're Mm -hmm. boating and stuff like that. This other guy was from a landlocked state. And perhaps he didn't know the rules. Obviously, he didn't. So he's a wave runner goes about 50 miles an hour. That's pretty quick on the water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so he goes by uh, the dock, you know, where people are swimming and putting their boats in the water and stuff like that. He goes by the dock at 50 miles an hour. Okay? This is a Christian college singing group. You know, we're spreading the good news. and 50 miles an hour by the dock, he notices a sign that says five. He thought it meant five feet deep. Oops. So he was going... Common mistake. 45 miles over the speed limit next to the dock. <laughs> so, of course... This Children, <laughs> people with their families. Yeah. Uh-oh. He just sped by. So, uh, obviously, uh, he got pulled over on the water by whoop, whoop. a sheriff there. Yeah. And he came to the place where we were kind of camping. And uh, um, he wrote the guy a ticket. I'm not going to go into the whole story. Um, but a long story short, this is this is the weirdest, interesting memory... 
Um, that was in California. A couple weeks later, we had made our way back towards Tennessee, and we were in Missouri. And, and the guy wakes me up. He says, Brother Kevin. I said, yeah, what's up, man? He goes, there's a warrant out for my arrest. I'm yeah. like, excuse me? Say that one more time slowly. There's a warrant out for my arrest. And it, and it turns out the ticket that got wrote, written for him, um, he had to be, go to a court date. Yes, of course. Um, and obviously we weren't in town. Now we got it all worked out. But the fact that a kid in my group had, was wanted in another mm-hmm. state, and it's, it's no secret why I was not a traveling group leader the next year, you know? <laughs> so We appreciate your years of service, but... Yeah, in that same year, another guy lost his passport in Mexico, mm-hmm. and another guy got detained at the border of the United States and Canada. So yeah. what an eventful summer that was. <laughs> uh, that's probably my I wish craziest... I College, man. There's a lot now. If if you ask me tomorrow, I'll probably give you another one. But, yeah, yeah. So uh, we've got to hustle up. But uh, yeah, I, I honestly got? don't know with this one, Kevin, because I don't know which ones I can actually say. I mean, I could tell one about the the proposal and put like trying to, it, but that actually involves people I know, and if yeah. they ever watch the show and, and Sadie Hawkins and what happened with that and lying about working, but then actually working, taking someone's mattress and going down the hill, the, yeah. the hill because everyone didn't like him because he was very mean. There's there's a lot of stuff hanging up everybody's clothes in the kitchen and they all smell <laughs> like bacon grease. Someone coming in and cleaning house, so you have thirty seconds to, you know, get rid of your nunchucks and your katanas. I, I remember your, uh, your dorm one time. They placed every piece of trash st- strategically. <laughs> all the way up. So it went from it was a small trash can, but it yep. went from the trash can all the way to the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Dad. there's there's Andy was the RA of that dorm. There's there's a lot. <laughs> I, I might save my college story for that. I don't know which ones I can say to be completely honest with yeah. you. It's like <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that one. No, that one's great. Now because they, they would laugh. It was just yeah. a legal we, activity. Yeah, we laughed about it when it happened. <laughs> I'm like, I'm we laughed. We cried. <laughs> yeah. No, I liked yours. Well, that was a fun phone call back to Tennessee. Though. Um, <laughs> So something happened. It's like everyone's <laughs> dreaded. Like everybody's okay. Every, first thing, everyone's alive. <laughs> Not everyone. Some people might be incarcerated, but everyone's <laughs> alive. That's all that matters. Um, we will wrap it up. Uh, there is one more here. I want to. Um, well, I wanted to highlight before we go today, and it is the question: Is what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received? Another tough one. I'm going to let you start with that one. <laughs> Honestly, uh, it's very simple. Actually, yeah. it's, it's not much, but. Um, I was driving with dad uh, down the highway. I think it was after my senior year of college. And I learned a lot at that point. Uh-huh. I still don't know anything, but I learned a lot. Yeah. And I just looked at dad. You know, he's been pastoring for 30, 35 years. He's got a brilliant mind. You know, of course, I respect him um, tremendously. So I just said, dad, what is, if there's only one thing that you could tell someone, yeah, like one piece of advice, one, what, what would you tell them? And he, without hesitation, dad looked at me and he said, I would tell them the just shall live by faith. Hmm. And he said, if, if I could only tell someone one thing about the scriptures, about years of pouring myself into study and understanding the Greek and all these things, is just for a Christian, for a child of God to understand that the just live by faith. If you simply trust God and you believe him, mm-hmm. everything else falls into place. But that's what people aren't willing to do when it comes to holding his word in the highest esteem, when it comes to seeking him in prayer, when Mm -hmm. it comes to witnessing, when it comes to being a good husband, a good father. None of that matters except with the foundation that the just live by faith. And and honestly, that that sums up everything for me. And kind of going back to what you talked about trials, that's what I've learned is that it is faith every single day in him. So... 
Well, for simply me, that's it for me. For me, it, it, I've learned it in the food business. When in doubt, throw it out. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's good advice. <laughs> if it smells, <laughs> no. Clo- close to what Brother Andy and he said. That, that's you know, I wouldn't need more to be said, honestly. But uh, uh, I mean, if you're going to walk with God, it's going to be on purpose. Yes, you, you know, it's a choice. It's a choice. Exactly. Discipline. I, I, Daniel purposed in his heart. These people that were used of God were people who sought the Lord on purpose. Yeah. If you're going to get the most out of your Christian life, it's not going to happen by accident. No. Um, and, and so that's something I, I strive to, to live by is walking with God. That increases your faith, by the way. Yeah. You know, the just shall live by faith. It kind of goes, goes hand in hand. The secret to Moses, I think, being used the way he was was a lot of preparation. But when he saw the burning bush in the, in the wilderness... The Bible says these words. It said that he saw it, but then he turned aside. Yes. You, you know, a lot of yes. you, and I, we've been, man, that's really good. We've been touched by some awesome things, and, and you know, you go to youth conference, or you hear a message at church, or, or whatever. Oh, that's really great. The difference between Moses is he saw something great, but he turned aside to go after it even more. Yeah. And so turning aside to walk with God, getting away from the distractions and discouragements of this world... It's something that you choose to do. It, it's something that you prioritize uh, to do. And that's probably, you know, walking with God on purpose, deliberately. That's, that's probably... actually very powerful. I mean, Joshua, after Moses, he said, choose you this day. Yeah. He didn't say, like, oh, we just serve the Lord. Like, no, choose you today mm-hmm. who you will serve. And that's a choice you make every day. That is exactly right. That well, we're just about stuff. out of time. Yes, we are. I hope you enjoyed this. This might have made no sense whatsoever, or they enjoyed it. Who knows? Yep. But I hope you learned a little something. And get off Facebook. Yeah. Get your face in the book. Amen. And don't ask us any more questions. No. no. <laughs> you always can. So many questions. So many. There's actually more. In fact, and we'll, was, we'll do this again. We will. Um, and just to tantalize them, there is one question that we were asked that honestly we looked at and thought, we're just going to do a whole B&B show on this. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. That's so. exactly right. We hope you have a wonderful day. Happy Mario Day. This That's is Mario. Luigi. Mario. This is... Okay. Ninja. That's a Ninja Kirby. You're getting a phone call. (laughs) There we go. Have a great day.